parking episode of the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me as always is Matt. Hey, what's up? And we are here to break down not one, but two trailers from this week. And we have our choice of like several trailers to break down. <laughs> right? We won't be breaking down the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them trailer. Aw, that's looks, okay. <laughs> it looks fantastic. Yep, yep. And we won't be breaking down the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows trailer. Mm-mm. Even though that looks equally as fantastic. But for different, pretty good, yeah, yeah. For different reasons. We won't be breaking down the Godzilla Resurgence. Yep, Godzilla Resurgence. From yep. what I saw of that trailer, I'll break it down for you. A bunch of Asian people talking and a couple of shots of the monster walking around and that's it. That's about it, yep. I was pretty disappointed. Oh, uh, yeah, but it was only the first one. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not a big Godzilla fan either, but it I didn't really like the way it looked either. Uh, no, I don't like the way the monster looks. But... Is his tail always that big? No, and he also looks pretty beat up in that trailer. Like, And his arms it's... are really just bizarre. Like, his hands are really weird looking. Yeah, it's a strange design choice, yeah. but... Wow. Toho was pretty determined to make him like bigger and scarier, so yeah. I don't know. They show a nice, you know, landscape shot of the city, and I'm like, oh, this would be a perfect shot to see just how big this guy is, and he's not even in the picture. I'm like, well, that's a wasted opportunity right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? So we're not doing those. We are, however, or thankfully, doing the new Suicide Squad Squad trailer. Hooray! And Doctor Strange. Yep. So we'll start. I just got done watching that one for another time, just so I could remember <laughs> what it was like. Even after watching it a couple of times, I still don't know what it's like. We'll, we'll get into it, though. We'll talk about that second. Let's break down Suicide Squad first, because, I don't know, Just it's just more fun. Yeah. For, for me, at least. Uh, and we're talking about a DC-related movie. Let's keep that in mind. This is true. <laughs> this, I think this trailer, I mean, it's probably set to be released anyways, but it's probably also an answer to a internet report last week or two weeks ago now saying that Suicide Squad was going into reshoots because they wanted to add more fun, more humor yeah. to the to the movie that we only, the only thing we, or the only humor we saw, or the only humor in the movie we saw in the first trailer is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Uh, according to a quote unquote source, these unnamed sources that are always out there in the entertainment world. Yep. But uh, we can clearly see that that's not true because this trailer came out like th- 12 days after that report, and there's lots of funny in this trailer. Right. And then it looks like a fun movie overall. You can tell with the tone of the music and all of that that there's action and there's fun. Yeah, I always said, even from that first trailer, that WB and David Ayer wouldn't sell a movie that they didn't have like WB. I mean, not that people haven't sold a movie that they don't have, but right, I you think mean, that you mean portraying it as something it's not right. Right. Selling the movie differently, you know, yeah. selling a movie that they want you to think they have versus the movie they actually have, you know? Right. So, uh, I just feel like David Ayer and WB were smarter than to let that first trailer go out the door being really fun and funny when the movie wasn't that way. So mm-hmm. I'm glad this trailer just kind of proved that, you and know, I think that report wasn't true. Right. And I think it's just bizarre that you have a movie with the Joker and Harley Quinn and you're not going to have some fun. 
mm-hmm. or you know there's not gonna yeah. be humorous moments or you know that kind of thing it's just mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me right and, and from what we've seen in both trailers now uh a lot of fun with captain boomerang yeah so what a surprise yeah shockingly so it's well yeah let's dig into it let's jump right into it uh with the first line of the trailer we already see the expanded universe at work Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the political man. We start inside the what well, looks like the White House. We're in a room in the White House somewhere, where we see um, a political-looking man in a business suit sitting around a table um, with Amanda Waller, of course. Yep. Our resident DC bad lady, trying to do good, she says all the time. Uh, but he asks the question: What if Superman decided to fly down? rip off the roof of the White House, and grab the president right out of the Oval Office. Who, mm-hmm. would, who would have stopped him? Now, uh, if you're up on your DC knowledge, that is actually ripped right out of Superman 2. Is that where it's from? Nan or Zod does the exact thing. Does that exact oh, thing. Oh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, you're right. Uh, so there you go. Just a, I think it's a, a, a non-nod back to Superman yep. 2, if I could throw some more puns yep. in there. I haven't seen that movie in a while, so I had forgotten about that. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a little dated, but uh, so he asked that question. So immediately we're we're dealing with the world of of the DC world. So Superman exists, and he's not even in this movie, mm-hmm. and they're mentioning him. So that's kind of fun. It really is. And we're dealing with a world that's afraid of metahumans, clearly, because mm-hmm. they're trying to decide how do we deal with them. And apparently. Amanda Waller's suggestion is the Suicide Squad. Task Force X is the way we deal with metahumans. Yep. Uh, which is insane. But these are these are normally, I would imagine, wise people making unwise decisions based out of fear. Uh, yeah, Amanda Waller, though, has been known to do, and at least in the comics, has been known to do lots of very questionable things to... I mean, she's she's not a good guy. Her no. i, her, the weird thing is about Amanda Waller is that her ideas are good. She like does have, in her own way, she does have good intentions, but she does really horrible things to reach those. She's a an ends justify the means type person. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I will say. There's an episode of Justice League Unlimited, the animated series, called Epilogue, Mm. which wraps up kind of the Batman Beyond series. Yeah, yeah. I know what one you're talking about. Which she has a moment in there where she's talking to, um, uh, what's the kid's name? Terry McGinnis. Terry McGinnis, yeah. She's explaining to Terry McGinnis who exactly Batman was in his day. And... Mm -hmm. She has a nice moment there, even though she's completely insane and crazy, and the reason why Terry McGinnis is Batman. <laughs> so, yeah, that whole uh, I know what episode you're talking about. I wasn't fond of that, but yeah, her in that was pretty good. Well, the reason I loved it so much is because of the way Batman deals with Ace. I think it is or the little Ace gr- the Bathound. No, I'm sorry, the little girl in the um, the what's the card gang? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the character's name now either. Yeah, she's pretty much dying, and he has to uh, let her die, or he's got to fix the situation before she dies, because otherwise the whole city is going to explode or something. She's got like psychic, yeah. psychic powers, or and he just sits with her the whole time. It's a real sad moment, and it's it's touching. You can listen to Kevin Smith ramble on about it during one of his Fat Man on Batman episodes. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll save you from that, for me doing it, actually. So, yeah, we get a couple more flash cuts of the Suicide Squad themselves, Harley in her cell, and she actually runs to the cell bars and smashes her head against one of the bars, just show, yep. showing the crazy Killer Croc, you know, looking all Killer Croc reptilian. Oh, he looks so good. <laughs> yeah, they nailed it, man. They Yes. That makeup that they did is so good for him. And then they did the little CGI effect with the sideways blinking lizard eye. It's... It's great. Yeah, I agree. And, and this this trailer itself, we get a lot of El Diablo in this in this trailer. Mm-hmm. A lot of Croc, a lot of El Diablo. It makes me think El Diablo is going to be a little more important to the story than just a side character. I think they're going to get flush him out a little more than we thought. Well, I had originally thought he would be like cannon fodder, right? but now yeah. I think now I'm starting to think the only one of the team that actually dies will be Slipknot. Yeah, I think he'll last a little while. It looks like he gets to the mission and mm-hmm. then maybe tries to escape at that point and then pop, yeah. pop goes the head. We also, you know, we see Deadshot still in his cage and it looks like Ike Barinholtz is the one that's outside of all these cages. He's like kind of the guy in charge at what jail are they in? Iron Heights? Iron Heights. No, it's uh, maybe. I'll have to double or check. Or Blackgate. 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 Yeah, I remember it's in the picture. Anyway, so she oh, it's Bell Reeve. It's Bell Reeve. That's it. There we go. Yep. And then we cut. (laughs) Just (laughs) trying to think of every fictional prison I can. (laughs) Right. Then we cut to the Warner Brothers, the cool, stylized Warner Brothers logo for this movie, and it's like turning as the Joker does his laugh. Mm -hmm. And it's not the kind of laugh where he just made a joke. It's that laugh like I'm mocking you for sure, just mocking you, and then it just kind of drains out into like a moan. Yep. And it's it's super creepy and just fantastic altogether. I I don't know. I am stoked for Jared Leto's Joker. So am I. Like I, aside, bring it on. aside from the damage tattoo on the forehead, I have not seen anything I haven't liked about it. I don't even quite notice I still notice him a little bit, but I don't quite notice his tattoos anymore. There's a shot and um, we we you and I predicted it that you're not gonna see a lot of him without a shirt on and dealing yeah. with the tattoos. Yeah, but I mean, even the ones on his face I don't notice so much anymore. They're mildly distracting and I'll probably like never have a poster of him, but <laughs> But I would still buy that statue that they're selling at DC. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That the Harley one looks great though. I might have to save up for that one. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> uh no, but uh, back to the trailer. We get cuts of all of them getting little shots in the neck, which as we've talked about already is the serum or the little device that goes inside their neck that Amanda Waller will be able to control, which at this point I think Rick Flagg can control as well. Mm-hmm. That'll just pretty much blow up their head. Yep. What is the the most recent attack on Arkham? Attack on Arkham, yeah. If you want to, or assault on Arkham, assault, Batman yeah. assault on Arkham. The animated mm-hmm. movie you can find that I think I don't know if it's on Netflix yet, but you can find it on iTunes and anywhere. I don't think any of them are. No, Netflix has like Under the Red Hood and I think Year One. Oh, and the early ones like Batman, Superman, yeah, Fugitive or whatever it is. I, Public enemies. Public enemies. Yeah, I think those are all on there. Wonder mm-hmm. Woman might even be on there, but yeah. Otherwise, go to iTunes, look up. Batman Assault on Arkham, and you can kind of see the story. Mm-hmm. Or at least see that they're implanted with this thing that will keep them in line. Yeah, it's a KG Beast that bites it in that one. 
That's right. I was yep. trying to remember why KG Beast was in my head when I saw Batman v Superman. Because he tried to walk and mm-hmm. he said, nope, I'm out of here. And they blew his head up. Or maybe it was like Great White or something that first tried to walk away. And then either way, KG Beast got blown up in that one. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, the animation's a little weird. Um, yeah. But it, it's a good one. And then you get to see Deadshot and Harley hook up. Yeah. Which is also weird, but it happens in the New 52, so why not? Mm-hmm. All right, so they're getting their implants into their necks, and then they're uh, being taken Hannibal Lecter style to this this Air Force base. They're getting all their weapons. Will Smith's getting to throw some one-liners out there, and you, you see how great of a shot he is when every bullet hits the same spot. Yep. Uh, you don't call him Deadshot for nothing. Killer Deadshot. Croc, Killer Croc <laughs> gets his Croc skin jacket, I'm assuming. <laughs> he puts that on, and then we get a lovely pan up of Harley Quinn with no shirt on. Shaking mm-hmm. her hips and putting. The I noticed on. what her tattoo said, but. <laughs> uh, you mean lucky you? Yeah. <laughs> right, right above, the mommy button. Yeah. We'll, we'll say. Uh, she looks great. Just put it out. She's working out. We'll say that. I think it's funny that, in that shot, everyone has stopped to look at her. So you can almost clearly tell that she's just. Taken off her prison jumpsuit without, yeah. you know, and just changed all her clothes right there. Nobody. Which, right, which means she's took off the prison pants, sandals, everything, and put on these heels and fishnets. <laughs> right, and not even care that anybody's right there because she, she's like, everybody's standing there. And she's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. In the comics, Harley's a very sexualized character, too. Like, she's. There's that, and I almost like the idea that she's just so crazy that she doesn't even notice or care that she's changing in the open part of it is that too i think yeah absolutely you're absolutely right yeah. um we get a shot too of captain boomerang with his boomerangs Mm-hmm. a whole crate of them looks like i see three of them and he's sharpening one with another one so he's got at least six six boomerangs at his disposal i think that part will be cool yeah, Captain Boomerang, not the coolest character in the world, but he's got a lot of attitude in the comics and in the cartoons. He's a lot of fun, at mm-hmm. least. Uh, you had another shot of Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg, kind of mm-hmm. telling telling them the way things are going to work while he's in charge. He says, you disobey me, you die. Try to escape, you die. You irritate or vex me, you die. And then Harley gets her one-liner in about how she's always vexing. <laughs> yeah. And then that's yeah. when he drops the, you die, one more time. And then you also see Scott Eastwood. He's got a tattoo on his shoulder. I'm trying, you know, I'm doing the the, the the best I can to figure out if it has anything to do with Dick Grayson. And I can't see that it does. I just want him to be Dick Grayson, I guess, really badly. Yeah, you do. I just want, <laughs> I, I want it to hybrid out into the Dick Grayson storyline from the comic books that they're now going back to him being Nightwing. But still, I think it, I just think the idea of him being undercover there would be cool. That's just maybe. Me. That's maybe. just me, maybe. So then we get the shot of the one action shot <laughs> of Slipknot shooting like a kind of grap- grappling hook up into the air, and maybe this is him trying to make a break for it, or he's just put. This is clearly during the part during the mission. Yes, because it's at night, at night, and they're in that city, and it looks like he's trying to get away because there's a soldier in front of him when he's doing it. Yep. And so maybe this is when, and they're all pointing their guns at him. It looks like. So I think this is when he's trying to make his escape, and this is when we get our first example of what Amanda Waller and Flag are going to do to you if you try to run. Probably, yeah. I think that's a pretty safe bet, actually. 
as I just paused it, when he's flying up into the air on the ground, you see a soldier down on the ground. So maybe he attacked the soldier and he's, he's taken off. He's had enough. He doesn't want to deal with these weird turtle monsters. <laughs> yeah, whatever they are. Yeah, we don't quite know what they are. So we get more uh, Katana, too. She she pulls out the sword, slams Boomerang against the wall, and has, has the sword up to his neck, and he asks her if she's got a boyfriend. <laughs> got a boyfriend? Oh, that's great. I love it. I've never been, I never thought I'd be so excited about a Joel Kinnaman performance of all people. Oh, you no, you mean uh, Jai Courtney. Or not Joel Kinnaman, uh, Jai Courtney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, uh, both. <laughs> I like Joel Kinnaman. He's really good on the show The Killing. If you've never watched The Killing, it's on Netflix. Joel check check that out. He, he's, he's okay in the very terrible Robocop remake, but that's not his fault that it's bad. Right. So, back to the trailer. Back to the trailer. So we get another shot of whatever city this is, and we'll find out. I'll be able to tell you what city this is in a second, because we do get a shot of a cop car with the name of the city. We do. Yeah. Oh, I oh. didn't even notice. Oh, I'm about to school you, buddy. Ooh. Get ready for this one. But the city has clearly been attacked. There's smoke coming out of several buildings, and there's two choppers heading into the city through the river, which looks like Chicago. Like they always shoot in Chicago, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah. For everything. So a couple bridges are destroyed. It's a good-looking city. <laughs> right. Yeah, you got rivers and downtown. It's all one spot. And uh, they're coming through, and guns are being fired, and this chopper's going down, and clearly everybody is in the chopper. And what, to me, which I could be wrong, looks like Common might be in the chopper as well. Hmm. Maybe. But uh, well, we'll talk about his character a little later. Because everybody wants to say he's the tattoo man. Right. Uh, but he came out and said he's Monster T. Monster T. Okay, yeah, sure. But I love this shot because they're all sitting down. Katana is standing, leaning against the helicopter, just bored out of her mind as bullets are flying through it. <laughs> like She's just, yep. whatever. <laughs> whatever, guys. Chopper gets shot down, it crashes. Everybody inside is, you know, crashes with it. We've seen that footage before. We've seen the footage of the chopper being, you know, down and then harley jumps out of it all excited holding her bat what a ride yep (laughs) and then we cut to her fighting inside a skyscraper where she does this cool little black widow type kickflip and shoots upside down looks amazing a lot of action a lot of them all just fighting and then a bar scene which we'll come back to because it comes back later harley's pretty much telling them you got something better to do yep um more fighting and let's see still more fighting harley ducking under a blade looks pretty cool this August. <laughs> uh, let's talk for a second yeah. about the music. The first song is a, a newer song. Grace's You Don't Own Me. I don't uh, know that one. <laughs> it's, I actually listened to it. It's kind of a hip-hop song. Some rapping in it with a, with a dude. I liked it. It's actually a pretty good song. But the lines in it are very poignant to this movie. Mm-hmm. You Don't Own Me. And this is Amanda Waller asserting her control over all these criminals. Mm-hmm. And then there's also... Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to say. Mm-hmm. So it's all a lot of innuendo there towards them being able to pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. We won't be controlled. And the second song is uh, kind of going back to the original, you know, classic rock style with Queen. This is Sweets mm-hmm. Ballroom Blitz. Yep. And that plays during all the action. And again, the editor of this, pod- or this podcast, <laughs> I'm the editor of this podcast, <laughs> the editor of this trailer uh, is amazing because all the beats are timed well with drums and and different things where like a gun gets shot or someone gets punched it's timed perfectly with a drum beat and uh, it just works so well yeah so 
we get more shots of these alien monster type creatures being killed and they have guns. It looks like they might be like infected citizens. Uh, huh, I that, hadn't thought of that. That are like being transformed instead of just like this random army coming from who knows where, like another dimension or something like that. But they're all jumping over a cop car that says Midway City. Midway City. Anyone? Anyone out there know what? No, I can't remember. Midway City is where the Hawks are from. Oh. Hawkman and Hawk Girl. There's other ones too. The Doom Patrol is also from there. Uh, okay. On the second season of Flash, Patty is applying to go to Midway City College when she's oh, when yeah. she's when she's leaving for Central City, leaving from Central City. So there you go. Um, Forgot all about that. They have a baseball team, the Mid City Chiefs. The Mid City Wolverines is their hockey team, and the Mid City Cardinals is their football team. I don't know why they have that listed on this page, but they do. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, cool. Uh, Final Crisis, Mid City gets destroyed. In case you were wondering. Final Crisis mm. is a good book. Pick it up. Okay, so these creatures are jumping over a mid-city police thing and fighting. And then I did notice that Captain Boomerang chops one of their heads off with his boomerang. And he's holding a pink stuffed unicorn as he does it. Yeah. So who knows what that's going to what, what that means or why it's so funny to me. But it'll, it'll pay off somewhere. We get another shot of the subway scene where that creature is ripping apart the subway train that's flying at him. Yep. And it's not affecting him. And then uh, more of that cool, weird kickflip thing that Harley's doing to to kill people while shooting a gun. Yep. Sorry, guys. She's awesome in this movie. I'm in love with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I'm in love with Margot Robbie, so that helps. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the music stops. And we hear the laugh. Uh-oh. Not good. The Joker laugh yet again. And we cut to a scene of Enchant. Everybody looking kind of terrified. And it shows Enchantress, but she's clearly like in a hotel room. So she's not in the mm-hmm. same scene as the, everybody else. Yeah, they're all. Well, I think they all looked like different shots. So. But it mostly looks like they're outside of one building. And then Harley says, uh, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool moment. If that's where the Joker laugh actually is. Because, you know, these are edited to make you think one thing. Right. He might not be there. I have a feeling he is there. <clears throat> I hope so. And then we get a shot of the Joker in his purple leather jacket with some of his Joker goons. Mm-hmm. Looking, looking great. That's probably the only scene where he doesn't have a shirt on. Um, uh, there's one more where he okay. doesn't have a shirt on, but that's it. Rick Flagg, uh, maybe an early shot of introducing the character Rick Flagg. He's like kind of in a undercover or less less militarized uniform breaking into somebody's house. Mm-hmm. My guess is maybe this is when they're looking for June Mo- June Moon before, like they're they're hunting down June Moon because I think she's the main antagonist. I would yeah I'm starting to think she is too. When they cut and show her in the the White House scenes earlier, I kind of think she's like teleported there as Enchantress, and this is where she's making her threat. Yeah, and there's a there's a scene in the other trailer too where she's like standing right behind. Uh, Rick Flag, and maybe she's got some kind of control over him or he doesn't see her or who knows but he describes her he says possessed by you know an evil demon or whatever it is that's in the last trailer right yeah right yeah we get a shot of Will Smith with his cool dead shot eye and his wrist gun taking a shot it looks like daytime so I think that's going to be his backstory leading to mm-hmm. how he got arrested and talk about probably they're going to make him more 
more of an anti-hero than a than a bad guy, I think. Because mm-hmm. he's he's got a sad story, the Deadshot character. He's, he's got a family that died. So I think we're, they're going to touch on that because it's Will Smith. So yeah. you got to make him likable. He's got a cool thing on his, his turtleneck that says, I am the law. You're probably right. So. Right. Uh, and then my favorite shot. I am I, the light. I am the light. You're right. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, I am the light. Uh, my favorite shot of the whole trailer, aside from Harley Quinn shirtless, is her holding the mallet. Oh, that shot's so cool. With the huge smile on her face with the mallet with the two X's and a smile. X's for yep. eyes. Uh, it's just perfect. Aside from her, you know, wearing like the old school Bruce Tim art style costume, which she would never wear. I mean, right. just not practical. This is This is Harley Quinn. It's, and it's now now my Twitter banner. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it is hard too, or mine too. Anyway, at least on two bro, uh, on my personal Twitter. Yeah, cut to Joker doing some dramatic clap, and then Deadshot wearing his white mask, scaling down a building again. More of his origin story, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we cut to the Joker sitting in a very glass room, and this I think is going back to another scene where we have Harley and him like breaking up this big party. Mm-hmm. Where she's wearing like this dress and she's kind of dancing in a cage type thing. This uh, is the one where he says, uh, are you sweet talking me? All that chit chat's going to get you hurt. Yep. Yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> uh, read perfectly. All of that chit chat's going to get you hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. By both you just now and by Jared Leto in the scene. And sitting across from him, you can see in the reflection is Monster, Monster T. Common's character. Yeah. yeah. So... So they're going to start working together, I think. And maybe Mr. Monster... I keep wanting to say Mr. T. Monster T. Mr. T is in this fool. <laughs> I pity the fool for calling me Monster T. Monster T, I think, might be working with Enchantress and looking to recruit the Joker. Yeah, maybe. Is all theory, guys. We I, we know nothing uh, about the actual... Right. Sub- exactly. Which is fantastic. We've seen three great trailers, and we actually really don't know a whole lot. I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're two, two and a half weeks out from Civil War, and they just keep throwing trailers and clips at us. And they just put out the reviews for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I. it seems a not little, that the, little Not early. that the reviews necessarily have spoilers, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, and they're doing fan screenings tomorrow already, which is cool. <sighs> Most screenings are the, crazy. Week, are the week of or the week before. It's kind of crazy how early this is. Yeah. But whatever. It's Marvel. You're going to go see it anyway. So it's like. Right. <laughs> what do you get? Whatever. Cut to a shot of a Batmobile open. Batman carrying Harley. Yep. Um, It looks like that might be part of her origin story is my guess. Because she does have the. Well, maybe not because her hair is dyed already. But. Oh, know. see, I couldn't tell in that shot. So I'm, I'm trying glad to, you could tell. Yeah, I'm trying to see if she has her costume. But at most, all I can see is she's got the blue and purple highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, cuts to the Joker in the Joker mobile with his white suit, the same suit he's wearing when he's meeting with Monster T. Mm-hmm. And then he's in the car, obviously, with Harley in her costume. So I think this is that same scene because obviously Batman is riding on top of the Joker mobile. Right. And it looks awesome, like we've seen for a while. We get the katana shot again with the Soul Blade. Uh, Joker ripping off his jacket, Killer Croc. We're just flashing. Uh, Harley doing some action shots. Captain Boomerang being Captain Boomerang. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's just standing there looking funny. And then Harley falling from a building. 
She does a lot of falling in this trailer. Yeah, she's falling from a building in her Harley costume this time. So this is during the fights. I get the feeling her and Deadshot have kind of a thing going on, and he's probably going to save her at that point. Probably. Because then you cut to Batman jumping into the water in his suit, wearing a Batman oxygen mask with a bat logo on it. I was going to say, <laughs> it has even has a bat logo on it. That's that's some Batman and Robin type stuff, but we'll let it slide. It's Batman stuff. He puts bats on his stuff. Come yeah. on now. You I mean, know it. The only thing you don't have to worry about is he looks great. Like, that's all, that's all yep. you have to say. He looks great. This looks like Batman. I mean, whether he's he's acting that way or not, it looks like him. Flies out. Cape flies out like he's going to fly. He's diving down into the water, to which I believe he's saving Harley at that point. I think so, yeah. I would uh, say so. You never know, though. Uh, we cut to Enchantress, no. where she's standing in front of a seal of the President of the United States, but she's Enchantress this time. Uh, looking awesome. Cara Delevingne is beautiful, by the way, if you didn't know. She's a model. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a good actress, too. Deadshot actually wearing the mask in this assault in this this building, so he has the mask on uh, more than once in the movie. And then we see a view, a view of Katana from the top with this green tentacle coming out and kind of wrapping itself around her. Mm-hmm. so it could be trouble for her but then we cut to her slicing a guy open slicing his head off um, <laughs> yep. a, nice, a nice shot of Harley winking at Deadshot at Will Smith and I need to get that gif somehow mm-hmm. Joker doing it's probably already on Giphy probably Joker doing Joker stuff here's a shot before Batman jumps of Harley falling from this metal frame type thing again it's her origin story so it's Harleen falling mm-hmm. Uh, wearing her business suits, and then Batman into the water, uh, somebody pushing a button, <laughs> and it shocks Harley, who's in jail. Shocks yep. the bars. We see June uh, June Moon getting possessed by the spirit. She's like an archaeologist, and she's apparently found some temple and awoken something. <laughs> and then Captain Boomerang with a lighter saying, ooh. <laughs> Uh, just being being funny. It looks like he's well, yeah, he's he's teasing somebody. My uh, guess would be El Diablo. Yeah, it cuts to El Diablo. He's just looking at him like he's nuts. Yeah. And then my other Twitter shot actually is my Facebook picture: the Joker with his face either completely badly burned on one mm-hmm. side, or it's all muddy. I think it's just dirty. Would be yeah. my guess. I don't think he's burned. Because I think his eye would be a little more damaged if and his hair would be singed. Yeah. But he's he's biting into a grenade, pulling the ring out, and then the He pulls just, it out with his tongue. Yeah. And his reading of bye bye is perfect. Bye bye. <laughs> yeah, it, it remind right. reminded me of Heath Ledger leaving that meeting with the with the goons. Well, all his his voice does the way he's speaking is very much like that. It's it's a mix to me of Heath Ledger's and Mark Hamill's. Mm-hmm. It's animated like Mark Hamill, but it's also very very sarcastic like Heath Ledger's was. Mm-hmm. Like very subtle and and light and like do you actually think we were going to let you leave here alive? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like it's that kind of tone. And when he says bye-bye, it's the same way when he kicks out when he's wearing the, the bomb on his chest. Yep. It's that same kind of bye-bye, and he, he drops the, I think it's the smoke grenade. And he's got the gun up, and then he says bye-bye, and leaves, and we get another shot of the big shootout with the Joker goons. And then Deadshot egging on El Diablo 
to, I guess, try to get him angry. So he does something. But then you cut to a completely, what looks like a completely different scene. Oh, it's totally a different scene. it's outside and he's shooting flames and I guess... And he's dressed different, a little different. He's got his jacket off, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who knows, but he's going to he's gonna do something to prove that he's he's tough and bad and all that stuff. A cool shot of Harley hanging upside down from a rope, which mimics her scene in her cage hanging upside down. She's just kind of swinging from a building. Batmobile chasing the Joker, Mobile. And that's it. Then we get to the cut, the, the title cut. We cut back to the bar, and she's pouring drinks for everybody. Will Smith gets to make a joke, and El Diablo says he'll just have water. Yeah, I uh, love that too. So, water. <laughs> so uh, I, I can, I think we can safely say we're both excited for this movie. I think everybody's excited for this movie. Oh yeah. I don't know anybody, maybe except Jenny, <laughs> who's still nervous about this movie. That's because she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. So the big question coming out of this trailer and all the trailers is we don't know who the bad guy is. The antagonist is in this movie. What brings them together? What's the big threat that calls the Suicide Squad together? Right. Uh, for Amanda Waller and for the protection of the world, apparently. Uh, and I think you can guess and it's leaning towards Enchantress. Is I would say so, yeah. Now, a big fan theory is that the big green monster we see with these tentacles and stuff like that is the Enchantress imbuing the Joker with some powers. Huh. Now, I've heard that in one place so far. It was the Nerdist News theory. Yeah. I didn't huh. I didn't go seeking it out to see if more people felt that way. If that's the case, I hate it. Yeah, I don't I don't like that idea and I don't think so. Yeah, I I, I just would not be happy with that. No, me either. So a lot of the Joker's stuff, I can't tell where it fits in the movie. I So, I don't know if he would even be around Enchantress. It's yeah, hard to tell. I feel like the Joker stuff is setting up the Harley origin. Yeah, it almost it, feels like a different part of the movie. I don't know. But there's more to it, clearly. Yeah. Uh, he's in the movie more than just like the beginning. Right. Or just her story, because... It, it, I mean, it looks like he's in a good chunk of it. I'd say maybe 20, 30% of the movie. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be the main focus of it by any means, but. Uh, no, no. I think that's still Enchantress. Yeah. But it's important because this is Harley's first story. Mm-hmm. Or first time. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't have Harley Quinn without the Joker being in the movie. So. Right. At least not for the first time. Yeah, so I, I just, I super hope that that's not the case. That he's. Yeah, me too. Wow, that would really suck. I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not happy with that. What, uh, what other thoughts do you have before we move on? Uh, nothing really. I mean, I'm just really, I want this movie to be out like now. I want to see it. Um, I'm, I'm way excited. Everything looks good. Even the people I didn't think. I was going to care about like El Diablo and Captain Boomerang. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I just I, I'm stoked. Like I, I kind of thought, you know, I said it before a while ago that I thought this was going to be a better. I can't remember my words. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I, I thought this would be bigger than Batman v Superman. It probably will. And I think this might help those people that hated that movie so much that this will be more 
more fun, less grim, but still dark, and just still be fun. Right. And, and I still think you could have done these trailers, you know, if we hadn't known about Batman being in it and be completely oblivious to that fact. Yeah. You Oh, for sure you could have done this without selling Batman. But well, I think... the problem is the, the leaked pictures... <clears throat> that's true kind of gave it so well look might might as well you know well i mean i guess but like i always give it like the my wife test like my wife didn't see those leaked pictures so if my wife sees this trailer and goes oh batman's and you know what i mean so yeah we know because those are the circles we run in but like if i said you know my wife or uh the other test I always use is the my dad test because my dad <laughs> would always go, hey, there's that new Batman movie coming out. So, okay, yeah, um, I yeah, it still bothers me to think about that uh, th- that being the Joker, the the big monster. I got, yeah, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I think I'd just be okay with it being a monster that Enchantress summons. I think it's gonna be like. And- yeah, that, yeah. That I don't even be... want to keep thinking about the other option. Right? It's just not fun. <laughs> it, no, no. It, it upsets me greatly. Uh, but let us know. Let us know what your theories are. If you actually believe it is the Joker being, you know, possessed or imbued with some kind of power. Yeah. Uh, from Enchantress's swamp creatures. Oh, it's like the end of Arkham Asylum, the game where he gets that toxin injected into him and turns into a monster i didn't like that either (laughs) yeah yeah that was weird even though i liked that game a lot that end part was weird (laughs) yeah there's a lot of things about the game story i didn't like but still enjoyed the game yeah i did not enjoy the jason todd stuff um oh you mean in arkham knight arkham knight yeah i'm I'm talking about arkham asylum you're talking about the one before that yeah the very uh, first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't mind him being sick, the Joker, like, dying. I thought that was kind of a cool touch. Is that the same one or is that the second one? Uh, that's the second one, yeah. Because in the first one, he gets injected with, like, this derivative of this... Uh, I can't remember what they call it, but it's made out of venom, only it's worse. Okay. And it makes him into some kind of monster, yeah. Gotcha. All right, so... Yep. That's what we thought about this trailer and what we're thinking about the movie coming up. Let us know at Atomic Geekdom. Tell us on Twitter uh, what you think and who you think the bad guy is and if we're completely way off about the Joker. Uh, the poster has him separate from everybody and like he's just a separate story, I think, in the background to kind of tie Batman into everything maybe or to keep the DCU together. I don't know. One way or the other, I I just hope he's not involved with that Enchantress storyline in that way. So, But we'll see on August 5th. Alright, so that's Suicide Squad. And now we're going to talk about Marvel's big trailer, which was the teaser trailer for Doctor Strange. So keep in mind that this isn't even a, a full trailer, even though it's two and a half minutes long. Um, for this, we're going to bring in Matt's partner in crime, Justin. Hello. Hey. I figured... Can we talk about how insane it is that now... Uh, Full tra- it, like we don't talk about a two and a half minute trailer as being a full trailer. We call it a teaser. Right. Like I, I thought teasers were like a minute and under. I know. No, now it's like full trailers have to be at least three and a half minutes long. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's weird. But yeah, so Jimmy Kimmel, the king of all geek comic book movie trailers, 
I know. <laughs> gets them all. I mean, this one I understand. It's Disney and it shows on ABC, so it makes sense. But the BVS and the Star well, Star Wars also is Disney, but the the BVS stuff I didn't get. But uh, he has he has he has relationships with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, so right. That's probably a big deal there. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Strange. I essentially know nothing about the character other than he wears a nice flowy red cape and is the Sorcerer Supreme. And to me, when I was growing up, that bored me. Mm -hmm. Was never into Doctor Strange. Uh, I'm not putting down anybody that is, uh, because this looks pretty pretty damn cool. And the character looks cool, too. So uh, what about you guys? Your, your, Your experiences with the character as you went through your comic book maturity? Uh, I have only very peripheral knowledge of the character myself just based on reading other marvel comics Mm -hmm. and but um that's still fine by me like i have marvel unlimited so i'm planning on going back and reading i've been told to read like his very first appearances that those are really good i can't remember the name of the book that he appeared in first um but I've heard that's really good and is worth checking out. So I'm going to be doing that really soon before the movie comes out. And other than that, um, you know, I don't really know much about him. I know he's a sorcerer and I've seen him in, you know, like I said, other comics I've read and really enjoyed him. So I'm really looking forward to reading more and seeing this movie. For a mini, mini Doctor Strange 101, we'll do a full one before the movie comes out. But his first appearance was in Strange Tales. That was it. Strange. T- I should have known. Doctor Strange. Strange Tales. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not created by Stan Lee, but Steve Ditko. Yep. What yeah. About, what about you, Justin? Uh, my uh, my, my uh, thing with uh, it's I, I kind of along the same lines, like I didn't really get too much into Doctor Strange growing up. I know a, a good deal now. Uh, not like super versed, but have a good amount of knowledge about him. Mm-hmm. But like I was kind of in the same boat. I was more Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, X-Men. Like, like I was like, oh, magic, whatever. Don't really care that much about it. <laughs> um, and then I started seeing more of like, like his with run-ins with like, like the Avengers and stuff like that, and got me more interested. So I've been reading like on and off some Doctor Strange. Not really like I read he does have his new series that's been going on and it's been getting pretty good reviews, but mostly I've just been like touching here and there on characters and people he meets up with mostly like uh, there's this great story arc in a Ghost Rider where he gets like pretty much just has like this pretty hellish showdown with Ghost Rider uh, like on behalf of I think it was Mephisto like kind of deal it was it was really dark and awesome okay. that's like kind of the mostly most of the stuff i know i remember seeing him in the the dark phoenix uh little like run they did on the x-men animated series he did like a little cameo mm-hmm. yeah I, I remember that. same with uh spider-man yeah i remember him and like baron mordo and dormammu were all in it uh yeah i remember that but that was like it for me uh, as far as my interactions with Doctor Strange. But we've all already kind of been introduced to Doctor Strange in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. His name was on the list during Captain America Civil War. 
of yep. one of the people that they were going to assassinate. Uh, Hydra was going to assassinate using their big uh, giant ships. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so they're very. So he's already been installed, kind of, sort of, in the same way that Gambit was in the X Men series bef- <laughs> before they ruined that character. Um. <clears throat> all right. So let's let's dive into the trailer. We'll kind of go scene by scene. There's not a whole lot to really infer because it's a lot of just beautiful images. I think this mm-hmm. uh, the director of Doctor Strange is Scott Derrickson. He must have gone to the Christopher Nolan school of of yeah c- cinema- cinematography because yeah this felt like Batman Begins meets Inception in every single yep. way. <laughs> yep. First couple scenes we see in a in a very bizarre upside down kind of way is the car accident that is Stephen Strange's origin story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Strange is a very successful surgeon, and in this car accident, he loses the use of his hands essentially, and that's yep. that's something he can't really stand for because that's his career and his life, and he's kind of got an ego based on it. Uh, if I remember, I watched like the, uh, oh yeah, he's, he's like, <clears throat> he's a extremely self-centered and very much, uh, doesn't even really care about saving people's lives so much as he just enjoys that he can do it and that he's the best at it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. even before he's a superhero, he's got a hero complex mm-hmm. in the worst well, way. Well, yeah, but- yeah, but the weird thing with him is when he becomes a superhero, he kind of loses the superhero complex. Is mm-hmm. becoming a superhero humbles him more than it does boosts him. Yeah, yeah. We get to see the car. It looks like it's like in a river, up you know, upended. And then we cut to uh, an image in Tibet with a voiceover, which I think is Chiwetela Ejiofor's character. Um, Stephen Strange might offer you some advice. Forget everything you know. Yeah, Chiwetel Ejiofor is playing Carl Mordo. Mordo. Yeah, they're calling him yeah. Carl Mordo. Yeah, uh, he's a bad guy in the comics, but I get the feeling in this he's kind of get gonna be like a sidekick or like a not a sidekick so much, but like a like a. Like well, a... Baron Mordo never start didn't start as a villain. He has to become the Sorcerer Supreme. It's kind of like the same thing as like trying to be the mas- the next in line to be the master of a dojo or whatever. Okay. So there's a couple of them and through because and it's always been like a conflict of interest cuz both Baron Mordo and Doctor Strange wanted to be the sorcerer supreme at one point or another. So they always try to one up each other kind of deal and that's kind of what sends Baron Mordo over the edge is when Steven gets it. Okay. Makes sense. So yeah. some, some jealousy probably leading at the end of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like the second one or something like that. You know, whatever they're going to do there. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we see him walking around in Tibet. He's got the beard and everything. So he's, I th- I'm guess he's looking for some kind of uh, Eastern medicine to heal his hands. Uh, yeah. 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 And um, we get another voiceover this time. It's Tilda Swinton as the ancient one saying you're a man looking at the world through a keyhole and that kind of is like the first start of just the weird that is in this trailer um and it's a lot of parallels so you see this kind of starts the parallels too you see his face when he's talking to tilda swinton 
And then you see his face on the gurney with the mask on, kind of all bloodied. And that's the only real look we get at Rachel at McAdams, too. Which, oh, yeah. which, according to rumors, again, kids, rumors, don't believe everything you hear on podcasts and on the internet, that she's playing Linda Carter, a.k.a. the Night Nurse. Hmm. Which okay. They they had rumored that was Rosario Dawson's character, but they're uh, from what I heard, they're pulling that away from her character because they want her to be more in depth with Luke Cage's character. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Again, all rumors. Nothing. Nothing confirmed. But this character, I think it was described too as she's she's part of Strange's life before the the accident, before magic and stuff like that. So this is probably our our kind of perspective into this world is through her as the audience. So we're going to kind of yeah. see everything kind of through her eyes type of deal. And, you know, this is going to tether him back to his, his old life when he becomes this new person type of thing. You get another shot of him wearing a business suit in a nice high-rise apartment. And then it switches to him, you know, with the beard and, you know, more, more of that parallels thing. of two, two worlds, essentially, is what they're getting at. Right. Um, is kind of what they're what they're what they're hinting at here. And then uh, the the agent one continues. You spent your life trying to widen it. Your work saved the lives of thousands. And then it shows him washing his hands, sterilizing them for surgery. And then it shows him again with the beard and looking pretty pretty gruff. And his hands are shaking, obviously, because he you know post accident type of deal. Yeah. And now we get the explanation of why his hands. You see the shot of him in the bed with his hands up, kind of. Mm. Just a mess. Yeah, it's kind of a rough looking shot, too. Yeah, it doesn't. Him just laying up there. I think there's a Netflix Marvel animated movie of Doctor Strange. Not just Netflix, but it's on Netflix. I started watching yes. it. Yes. But you can check that out if you want to get some origin story for him as well. I heard that's pretty good, actually. I haven't watched it yet. I started it because I wanted to watch the Marvel ones because the DC ones were so good. And I just. Something about the Marvel ones I don't like. But, the Marvel but, ones are odd. They're very kind of more anime-ish. Yeah. And style-wise, which normally doesn't really bother me, but because I tried uh, watching the Iron Man one, mm-hmm. and I couldn't finish that. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. <laughs> I wonder if, too, more of it is based in, re- like, the that, that MCU world is kind of based more in reality than the DC world. So maybe hmm. I, for me, I have a hard time just, and I don't know. I, Maybe uh, the only a- animated Marvel thing I liked really was X Men and kind of Spider Man. So yeah, uh, all the rest of that stuff I didn't really get into. Okay, so let's see. Another quote is, "What if I told you that reality is one of many?" Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about Tilda Swinton. I liked her. I thought she was good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that another well, thing? Like just like the casting well, or? No, it's because the ancient one, I think, in the past, like in co- it's another one of those, uh, like fan cast kind of deals. Because I think in the past, the ancient one's usually an old man, right? Yeah, probably an and old so Asian it's just man. people, yeah, and so people are just upset that it's a woman. Because well, even for after reason, the bid, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, even after the the trailer debuted, I saw people going, "Oh boy, all that was really good." Except Tilda Swinton was really odd. I'm like, okay, whatever. I thought she was good. I, I didn't see enough to make an opinion either way. I don't think. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. 
I just it was no, I, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, when I say good, I guess yeah. I mean good relative to what we saw. Like right. it didn't impress me enough to go, boy, that was odd. It was like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. This wasn't bad or out of place or anything like that. It was just it was Tilda's Witten. You know? Right. Uh, we get more of the parallels thing, a sky <laughs> view of uh, probably New York City, and then a sky view of what looks like I don't know India maybe or um, probably you know a very densely populated like Tibetan area type place. So yeah, the theme of this is like transition and dual dual worlds essentially. I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna do the magic in this because we really haven't done much magic in the MCU yet. Uh, they're they're touching on space kind of right now on Agents of Shield. Well, if you're watching the closest, you, yeah, the closest you kind of get is like bits and pieces from Agents of Shield, yeah, and also from Thor: The Dark World, right. Because you get a little bit of like the what looks like to be one of like the darker realms, which could be hell in the Marvel universe, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I kind of toyed with the idea the other day of what if they introduced heaven and hell on Thor? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yeah. Angela is supposed to be an angel from heaven, and it's like that would get crazy. And Angela being Did- like an, an original like Spawn character. <laughs> I was just gonna say, did they? Yeah, she was originally Spawn. It is Marvel that has that now, right? Yeah, so yes. I don't remember she how could or why, but yeah, yeah, she could 100 percent be there, which would be interesting. But, but the whole point about Angela was some of the rights for some of the characters because Angela was not a Todd McFarlane property. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. I believe, Neil Gaiman. I think. Oh, okay. And most oh, of that's his right. stuff. Got- and so most of his stuff got he was like i can have my character go wherever i want to go and yeah. so when marvel was like can we use her he was like totally go for it kind of deal i loved that her i loved her when they introduced her in the newer um guardians of the galaxy like volume two i think it was that was a very interesting bit to throw in i actually really enjoyed that yeah i was into it i yeah i liked it a lot so back to what we're talking about mm-hmm. here, off of weird, weird Marvel tangent. Oh, because we were, ta- yeah, we were talking about magic, <laughs> deep, deep cuts from Marvel and Image. Um, so yeah, uh, magic. I don't know how they're gonna explain the magic side of it. If they're gonna try to dip into a little bit of science, or if it's just gonna be straight up magic. I think it has to be because, as far as I know of Strange, he's a man of science that goes into kind of a man of faith and magic type thing. Yeah, yeah, that's I his think, whole spiel. He's so yeah. used to be a part of the science that he has a really hard time believing that there's actually magic in the world. Yeah. Well, not only that, we've kind of sort of already... Thor kind of sort of already covered the <clears throat> the magic science thing. They just kind of tossed it away with one line where, you know, that Thor thing where he says, what you oh. call magic, we call science. Yep, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. I mean... They've already, they've already just kind of been like, okay, magic is a thing and it exists and it's not like magic magic, but it's, I don't know. They did their own Marvel thing with it where they explained it and I think it's going to work out like pretty much just they're going to just go for it like Harry Potter style. Yeah, I think if you don't, you know, try to do too much crazy made up words, you know, like just, just go with it, you know, don't try to flux Mm -hmm. capacitor or you know weird star trek words for stupid things to just skirt around how you're traveling through warp speed 
No, no, I think it'll just be, you know, <laughs> there's other realms and, yeah. kind of, I mean, like I said, kind of like they already covered in Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And it'll, it'll work. It'll, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with it. I don't think so. People yeah. are used to magic stuff. I mean, Harry Potter was a massive franchise. People people go with magic. Yeah, strangely enough. How much you want to, how much you want to bet that people are going to see this movie and be like they stole that from Harry Potter? <laughs> There's going to be <laughs> some. There'll be some. I, I'm surprised there isn't more of that. You know, like the, all the comic book shows that we get, I'm surprised there isn't more magic shows like that tried to cash in off like, you know, like the Twilight money that there was from the vampire shows or like there's that new show, The Magicians on sci-fi, which is totally different than Harry Potter. And I actually love it. Actually, yeah, you're the second person I've heard say that The Magicians is really good. So. Uh, it's super adult. They, they just straight up curse <laughs> throughout the whole thing. And they just wow. kind of mute it when they when they when they drop an f bomb, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot lot. It's very adult. These are college kids, so yeah. And they're dealing with some very adult themes. It's it was really good. The season wrapped up on Monday, but anyway, back to Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, we get uh, we get a look at that city from from up top. We get a first look at Baron Mordo too, as he's kind of walking away through the city. He's wearing his like green cloak, and he's got like what looks like a sword or something on his back. Mm-hmm. And then we hear Cumberbatch's English accent or American accent for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, wow. people first that. First time, in... the first the first time, unless you saw Black Mass. <laughs> right, right. First time in this yeah. movie. <laughs> not not a Boston accent. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, and what does he say? Oh, I don't believe in fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. So, like we were just saying, he's a man of science. Yeah, and this is going to be his transition, and he sounds to me a lot like House. <laughs> from from the show house yeah we see strange kind of walking through the same city streets that baron mortal was but it's daytime and i think the other one was nighttime so i don't think it's mm-hmm. linked at all but could be uh we get another look at the ancient one as she says you wonder what i see in your future possibility um then we see the symbol of a seal which i guess is from the seal of vishanti which is from the comics yes i guess that shows up later and then some, something about the eye of uh, Agamotto is yeah, kind of the eye of Agamotto. The, yeah, the eye of Agamotto. Yeah, and then another good look at the ball Tilda Swinton playing the ancient one, and then mm-hmm. she kind of uh, spirit punches <laughs> uh, Strange and his his like spirit or maybe like astral projection kind of his flat, astral form. Yeah, flows yeah. out of him, and, and he uh, looks shocked. <laughs> yeah, he's a little amazed. <laughs> yeah. It's a great look all of a sudden to just go, oh, I'm not in my body anymore. <laughs> right. Kind of just floating here. <laughs> and then we get a shot of this building very getting all Inception and just kind of spinning around inside. Oh, so cool. It's a, it's a weird looking thing. And I'm assuming that that's Mads Mikkelsen's character. I couldn't tell. Yeah. You can't see him. All you see is the back of his head. He's got a ponytail. Oh, yeah. Then that's it is. Mads. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen's character has a ponytail. Yeah, yeah, and the rumor there is that he might be Dormammu. Um, he's not. Okay, there you go. He's not. Or Nightmare, but he might be he, Nightmare. Okay, I, I think I figured out who he is. Okay. Um, is it an interesting a, Marvel villain for us? It's it's a it's he's not super interesting if it's the guy I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. It's basically um, because everyone's been going around saying that it's not Dormammu, it's not Blackheart, and even like Cumberbatch himself is like it's no one that anyone has said yet. Yeah, um, so I so don't I think was, it's a nightmare either. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing some digging, 
and this one character popped up that totally fits the bill. His name is Cassilius, and he's like 1960s like villain who was a disciple of Baron Mordo who goes rogue uh, and becomes like then doesn't look pretty much doesn't like the way things are run under Mordo. So basically raises dark forces to do his bidding. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, I'm going with that. Okay. All right. You heard it here. It's... Kind of like more of an intro kind of character. Sure. Like sure. to introduce yeah, yeah. Dark yeah. magic. Yeah. You don't, you don't have Batman face the Joker for the first time. Yeah. In the first movie. But, uh, all right, let me get a look at Strange, kind of on a frosty, frozen mountain with uh, new robes, kind of the gray, ancient one-style robes now. Yep. More of Mad's character standing on what looks like just breakaway sidewalk and still in that same hallway, I think, mm-hmm. that we saw him in before. Uh, he's got two little, or three henchmen with him there, or four four of them, sorry. Oh, more Baron Mordo. Looks like people are running away as he's kind of going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And another voiceover from the Ancient One saying there are other ways to save lives. And then she's got her thumb to his forehead. He kind of just, like, flies away. Yeah. So much you don't know, she says, before yeah, before she thumb blasts him into the sky. Mm-hmm. And then we get the Inception sky landscape thing <laughs> of the New York skyline, it looks like. Where so it's, cool. It's just like it's upside down above it and it's sideways and it's going like cubed. So I don't know what's happening here, but it looks this movie's gonna be so trippy. It, yeah, it looks crazy. It looks like a Ditko comic book. I'll just mm-hmm. just leave yeah. it there. And then he then Strange falls back on the ground out of his chair, he, you know, does the inception thing where he falls with the chair. Probably not inception. Yep. Yeah. Though. And then, no, he begs, yeah. and then he then he begs her to teach him. Like, he's just all in at that point. <laughs> yep. And then the last cut is you see him walking up to the, 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 the logo there, the symbol with the cape flowing oh. in the wind. And oh, yay. That's, that's the trailer. And if you look carefully in the the scene with the buildings and the, the sky, the, the skyline, you can see him flying or falling down. Somebody is. Hmm. It's probably going to be flying. If he has his... If he has the cloak, he'll be flying. It could be like in mid-fight, you know how that goes, like yeah, yeah. Superman yeah. and Zod type of thing, but yeah. with much less destruction apparently. Uh, Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's all magic. That's right. It's all magic, Just right? Fix it with a with a little spell, and nobody's dead. Yeah, yeah. this movie looks just cinematography-wise, it looks fantastic. Just from this few minutes i mean i know it's like a big online debate but i'm one of those people that tends to feel like the marvel movies look a lot the same which i know a lot of people might yell at me for but cinematography (laughs) wise i do think they tend to look a little bit the same and this one actually i agree with that i would say i'd say guardians didn't look like anything we'd seen before right guardians i don't think did so much and i don't think winter soldier did as much but i think a lot of the other ones do have very similar cinematography and this one definitely does not i think (laughs) iron man 3 was a little different too yeah for the most part my reaction for this film is it's kind of giving the excitement i got when iron man first came out Hmm. because the way they're building this is more is more of an origin story than the others. So yeah. like Iron Man, like you learn how he becomes Iron Man, whereas 
Captain America, yeah, you kind of got that, and Thor was Thor. Right, uh, right, right. But like this, this is this feels this is feels very much like a true like origin story that can keep me entertained. And like Matt said, it's done differently because we haven't seen much magic in these films. Yeah. So I'm ridiculously excited to see how this goes. Let's not forget yeah. about the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, well, that movie. The that, weird like, thing it counts. <laughs> well, yeah, but here's yeah. the thing with Incredible Hulk is I think what happened back then was they because Hulk and Iron Man came out real, real close to each other, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't think they knew what they were going to do yet. Not, not fully. I've heard the interviews with Feige and everybody about what they yeah. were doing. And so like, when Iron Man hit better than Hulk, they went, "All right, there's our." Well, they had the the credit scenes already for both linked them, but yeah. I think that was more of okay. Now we can do this type of thing. Like okay, right? It and worked. I think it was more that they yeah. I think it was more they didn't know what they wanted the universe to feel like right. because Hulk feels. Vi- I mean, of all of them, Hulk is definitely the most different movie. And <laughs> like, I yes, I, I, I like it. I don't care what I do say. too. I think it's great. <laughs> I but, love that movie. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. Ed Norton. Come on. Yeah, I mean, oh, we're I, talking about that one, not the Eric Bana. No, 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 no. not, not <laughs> the Ang, Ang Lee. About, damn it! <laughs> oh, that movie was brutal. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think the only thing good about it was Jennifer Conley. What about the Incredible Hulk and Thor movie from back when uh, Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I remember. Oh, let's not. Or no, we, can, but... we, we can go Hasselhoff, uh, Nick Fury. Oh God! <laughs> what well, or um or uh, Evil Knievel's son when he played uh, Captain America? Not Evil Knievel's son. Um. Oh, Salinger. What the heck was oh, his name? Rick Rick Salinger. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. Playing Cap- that's who I meant. I don't know why I said Evil Knievel because there was a stupid motorcycle in that movie. But <laughs> uh, or Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. Did you know that there's actually a mo- a Marvel movie out way back in the '90s? Uh, it's like early '90s. That was ba- that's about Man Thing. Uh vaguely, yes. Well, I guess I about that. I kind of want to watch it just because I'm like, how can they pull this off? Probably about as well as they pulled off Swamp Thing. It was only in 2005. Was that 2005? Yeah, I must have blocked that one out. Yeah, Lionsgate did it. Wow. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That explains a lot. I remember seeing the cover because, yeah, I remember that. It's got the Marvel yeah, thing right sold, on that. Someone sold that to my store the other day, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and then there's an un- uncut version out there if you can find it. Ooh. Oh, yes. <laughs> the giant-sized man thing, if you will. That's right. Oh, you mean like mine? The book? I mean, my book? Yeah, Giant Size Man Thing, the book. Yeah. <laughs> God, that book is funny. Um, I think this movie, too, will act as like Iron Man because I don't see a lot of overlap with the other universe in this movie at all. Like, Ant-Man was kind of like an origin story, but you had the overlap. You had the connection. Yeah, well, this one definitely well, is not going to... Oh, I was going to say, this one's definitely not going to be a traditional superhero film. Right. It definitely has a lot going on that you don't associate with a superhero film. Mm-hmm. 
it's one of those movies where I think they're good because now they're starting to get in because of the con the who knows how long Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. Right, are going to be. There's they're starting to bring in the second tier characters like Black mm-hmm. Panther, Doctor Strange, Ant Man, and Ant Man. Yeah. All that. Yeah, and I think part of that is going to be like they're going to treat this like that, and the only thing that might connect them is the credit scene. Yeah. Whether it's probably, and I. I kind of want to think that maybe we're going to get one of the stones in this. Maybe that might make sense. Yeah. Cause we still got to go. Yeah. The eye of Agamotto, I assume is probably going to be one. Well, the eye of Agamotto is in Odin's is in Odin's, uh, gate thing. Right. That's yeah. That's why I'm assuming it's going to have something to do with the infinity gems or whatever they're called stones. Uh, just off the top of your heads, which, which number film is this into the Marvel Cinematic Universe? This is number. This is the beginning of part three. So, or Civil War is the beginning of part yeah. three. This is going to be probably the. I want to say tenth or eleventh film. Matt, I think. What, what's your guess, Matt? Uh, Thirteen, isn't it? It's fourteen. Oh, uh, very close. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're right. It's it's movie two into the phase three. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these are gonna go on forever at this point. So. So yeah, just just to keep you up to date, we got Civil War coming in a couple weeks. People are seeing it as we record it right now. They're yep. going to see. Yeah, hush this. their about that. That's right. And don't text while you watch the movie. I don't care if you yeah. text while you watch the movie. I don't care if you're at an AMC. Yeah. Anyway, well, they said they would consider it. Yeah. So. But yes, so Civil War comes out in May, Doctor Strange is in November, and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We actually kind of get three Marvel movies next year. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, and then Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Thor movie's going <laughs> to take a lot for me for to like that movie already. Yeah. Wait, which one? Thor. Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Ragnarok? Ooh. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be... They said they're going to try and make it like a buddy cop film with the Hulk and Thor. Yeah. Yeah. But then we get uh, Black Panther, Infinity War Part 1, Ant-Man and the Wasp. We got a ways to go before the Ant-Man sequel. Wow. I didn't realize it's that long yeah. away. Uh, then Captain Marvel. That's, that's, that's what I'm excited for. Captain Marvel, Infinity War Part 2, and then I hope this gets canceled, but Inhumans. Um, I kind mm-hmm. of been at the point where I kind of hope it gets canceled too, just based on everything Agents of Shield. Like I'm done with the Inhumans. Right. It, yeah, Agents of Shield has kind of like nailed that into the ground for so much, and just like beating a dead horse with it. Where I'm just like, okay, enough of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So that's uh, I don't know any other. Justin already said he's extremely excited for this movie, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited too. Iron Fist, does he anything mystical or no? He yes. has the power of. Suppose the whole thing is he gets his power from a dragon heart that he punches. Oh. Uh, but it's all it's all about like chi and you unharnessed power of chi mm-hmm. in martial arts. Um, so it, there is a huge mystical element, and I'm curious how uh, Netflix is going to pull that off. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Maybe, yeah, that'll be cool. Oh, I did want to say I did see in some Marvel news that uh, the confirmed outside of Avengers 
character that's going to be in Infinity War is at least Star Lord. I yeah, I heard that. So that's that's. I, kind of hope I mean, I'm sure the whole Guardians will show up in Infinity War. <laughs> I would kind of hope they show up. If they do show up, I hope it's just briefly as like a crossover. Like they come to Earth, be like, "Listen, this is Thanos is coming," and then they're kind of gone. Right. Because I just maybe, maybe leaving Star Lord behind. It, yeah, because I just can't. I don't like the idea that there everyone's going to be in this movie. Or I see it like as like in Guardians when the. The the Avengers? No, no, no. The good guys, the team. The Nova Corps. Nova Corps. The Nova Corps were battling with the Ravagers against um that ship. Yeah. Like I see it like that, like a big battle, and we cut and we see the Guardians in their ship fighting something, and then yeah. we cut cut and see somebody else. You know. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah, I feel even... like. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be more kind of like that. Like if Thanos is coming with like a huge horde. Yeah. That. Like the Guardians are probably be best fit with whoever else to just take out whatever's like revolving the Earth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, okay, that's that's all I got for for Marvel's Doctor Strange trailer. Uh, you can head over to atomkeem.com and find all the trailers that are, that just came out. They're all up there on the front page. You can also find these fine gentlemen's podcast, uh, the two angry geeks. I mean, two broke. What? Geeks. Who? Who are they? I was was listening to your latest episode on the way home today, and all you were complaining about was just everything. It was great. We did? Wow. (laughs) That doesn't sound like us at all. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard that. Maybe I was listening to one of our podcasts. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Maybe. For the fine people that are listening to our podcast, what did you guys talk about this week? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I have my notes right here. Let me look. We talked about, about Spider Man, didn't we? No, well, we uh, talked about the Avengers Wonder being Wo- in Spider Man. Yeah, we talked about yes. Wonder Woman moving. We talked about the DC movies being added. We talked about the Doctor Strange trailer that was coming out. So uh, you can, uh, I don't remember beyond that. <laughs> I, do, uh, I think I'm at the part. I think we, I think we started with a like me telling an inappropriate story. Oh yeah, we always do that. I did hear yeah. I did hear that Justin auditioned to be in Ready Player One. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. we talked things. about Yeah. Ready Player One. It was one of those things where it was like it was like an online thing. You send a video. Oh, okay. Kind of deal. Like you're auditioning to never... be on the real world. Yeah. So we... like that, yeah, because I guess they wanted like specific people who like knew like specific things so i was like i'll give it a shot and then i never heard back uh, i can't imagine how they're gonna make that book into a movie like i, I just can't i can't wait yeah. that's all i'm saying i know but my point is like i can't imagine like with all the intellectual property oh yeah that's never gonna that, happen yeah. like i just can't imagine <laughs> they're never gonna be able to pull that off no <laughs> i just finished <laughs> that guy's second book armada oh yeah super good sweet oh. i'm gonna have to check it out yeah yeah. Um, so other than that, oh, and we also talked about. I mentioned I found a giant box of old notes from high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna start reading them on the show. Oh, it's gonna like be it. great. I, I gotta find my box too because I know I have yeah. a couple from like my drivers. Ed. So these are class notes, not like notes from girlfriends. No, 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 okay. no. These are notes. Um, I had a friend that was a girl, but she wasn't my girlfriend. And we used to pass notes back and forth to each other, like in the hallway and stuff on sure. our way between classes, just to like talk about what was going on in our life. 
and I obviously don't have my side anymore, so right. it's going to be weirder, but I have <laughs> the ones she wrote to me. Like, I don't even know why. I found them when I was moving uh, some stuff out of my parents' house, and they were just in a box, in a closet. They were just there. That's and funny. So I feel like we're I'm just... Like, oh my God, I'm going to read these. I was just talking about the same scenario with some friends of mine, too. Like, their boxes of old girlfriend notes and stuff like that. Like, I was thinking, like, I think I got rid of mine in one of my several moves as I got older. Like, I mean, I think most of these notes are about girls that I yeah. liked. So it's going to be really embarrassing, but also really funny. Yeah, I remember patching them in the hallways <laughs> and, like, the, the girls folding them, like, 18 different ways. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Like, the worst... The worst I ever got was uh, my first girlfriend in high school. We would write notes in like decoder, uh, <laughs> like like she had to figure out, and that's how she broke up with me. Was I had to decode the note? I'm sorry, I'm laughing. That's so fucking funny, though. That's harsh, well, I, dude. <laughs> I didn't. I had no clue about. It. She's like, here, have this, and then I like went home, and it was like a page long where I had to like match like this is a and this is a and it was like a like a huge like i'm sorry i'm breaking up with you there i was like oh i worked all for that yeah right that's not cool <laughs> oh, that's awful. yeah that's terrible that's yeah, okay she has three kids now i'm all right <laughs> yeah you're right yeah um all right you guys can find the two broke geeks on atomic geeks website you can also find them on itunes you guys are on twitter at 2bg pod and go. we're on facebook at the Two, bro- uh, I can't remember. Just search for Two Broke Geeks on Facebook. You'll find us. Yeah, there's Two Broke Geeks and there's Two Broke Girls. I think is another one or Two Two. That's two, a show. Two Geek Girls or something like that. It comes up every time I try to tag you guys. Oh yeah, there are Two Geek Girls. Yep, there. Yeah, that's the other. Oh, we need to hang out with them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us at Atomic Geekdom on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's the show this week. And uh, thanks, guys, for breaking down some trailers with me. No problem. Anytime. And we'll see you guys next week.